new episode of it's not that bad podcast i am fern here with dom yo 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 we are here in 2019 the year of our lord 2019 and <laughs> i know it's been a while it's been um it's been since last year since you've heard this podcast it's been a while <laughs> bazinga um yeah, I, I you know it's it's exciting for this new year. Uh, we'll get into later about what we kind of think of this new year, but um, Dom, take uh-huh. it away. This is the fucking news. Last is expected to break the box office, which with a huge debut because it comes out later this month, right? Uh, oh yeah, January eighteenth. Oh, Martin Luther King. Junior Day weekend, you know that's a hot that's a hot weekend. Early projections have the movie at least fifty million, but it could be as high as seventy five million, and that's just domestic, right? Opening weekend. Opening weekend, and Split was made for just nine million, and it grossed two hundred seventy eight point four million worldwide. Uh, the Visit had a five million dollar budget, and it. It grossed ninety eight point four million, but like seeing the trajectory and of the way that people are around M Night Shyamalan now, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, we, we're, he's good again." Remember, because remember the shine. The I was gonna say the Shining, the Sixth Sense. Remember that was good. Remember, uh huh. And Unbreakable. That was a movie. Remember? Yeah, it was. So what do you think? You think it's just going to smash everything and demolish everybody's expectation? Um, it doesn't have. It really doesn't have any competition right away. No, uh. Uh-uh. And you think this is a perfect time to come out too, like January, like for something yeah. like this? Well, I did. I forgot who I was listening to. I don't know if it was a podcast or YouTube, but they talked about like how early, like early, early in the year, like this this time could actually be a really good time for movies because most people, you know, they're trying to do the summer thing now and they're trying to do the late, the early spring air, you know, time frame and, and the, the late year, you know, uh, Christmas area and stuff like that. Right. And of course you always have like Halloween and stuff. Right. But no one really focuses on the beginning of the year. They're just like, Oh yeah. Movies that happen in the beginning of the year. And some people say, you know, it's because like we talked about, a lot of uh, a lot is that some of the the Oscar you know bait movies like they're the ones that come out late in the year so they're still fresh yeah they and they're just, still new they come out and they try and bait it yeah because like you don't want something like a hereditary to get nominated so, no no so no. yeah oh yeah so what you let them forget about that mm-hmm. right you then ten ten months later then you start releasing all the quote unquote good films yeah but I mean. If this actually pans out, then who knows? Like, this actually could be a good time for movies because we talked about with uh, Aquaman. It's like that weekend, it was Aquaman, Mary Poppins, Bumblebee the week before. Spider Spider into the Spider Verse. And if imagine, like, all those movies sound interesting, but imagine if, if Aquaman had the Christmas, right? And then you put Bumblebee, like, maybe it comes out this weekend or next weekend, right? Um, and then the week after, well, I think that's whenever. but Or maybe later this month, then you have, like, Mary Poppins. or You know what I mean? Yeah, like you Sherry could, Poppins. You could, you could easily do that and have these movies make money because there's still people that would be like, Oh, well, what out, what's, what out, or what's out this week? Oh, that's pretty cool. And then they don't have anything to watch for the next two, you know, weeks or so. And then... It, it could help them gain that because they're not going, they're not fully going against Aquaman. Someone could say, like, for instance, let's say Mary Poppins came out this weekend and people are going to the movies and they're like, well, you know, I didn't see Aquaman and I didn't see Bumblebee and I didn't see Spider Man, but you know what? Uh, Mary Poppins is brand new. Let's just watch that. Yeah. In all honesty, if Split did what, 300 million? Then imagine what Glass could do. Because I think people that 
I mean, you haven't seen Split. No. So there's people that, like me, who saw it and are like, you know what? That was a really good movie. And they kept hearing, like, hey, Split was a really good movie. Oh, yeah. You know what? Split actually was yeah, a really so good movie. Yeah, so I'm actually going to go see Glass. I still need to see Split. <laughs> yeah. But like-, but, like, you know, those people probably saw it later, like, on TV or they rented it or whatever, right? And now, you know, those people are like, oh, well, I got I to gotta see what happens in Glass. So... Even if it does make only what fifty million, mm. something like that, but it, they said that the the highest it could be is like seventy five million, which would be crazy. Um, but if it does that and it's on a similar trajectory as the last movie, mm. it making maybe five hundred million, like final box office, seems doable. And th- and the reason why it's a big deal is because and. Um, the budget for glass, it's it's more expensive than Split was, but it's still relatively low. Small. It's probably it's honestly probably under twenty million. Probably, but see the th- the thing is, I think if it does well, I feel like s- the studio heads are going to get the wrong idea. They're going to be. I think they're going to think, "Wow, we can release a sequel or a remake in this time," and we, that's what it was. It was a sequel or a remake, and it's like. No, but, like, it probably was because, like, this was actually a good movie. Like, yeah, it's like a crossover to these two movies. And, like, it's like this kind of... It's not really a culmination of it because he wasn't really trying to get to the... You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't actually, like, building to... Like, he did eventually try to build to it, but... Like, you know what I mean? Oh, he's dead. But I feel like that's what executives are going to get wrong. They're going to, like... I feel like that's what they're going to do. Like, they're going to... And like if Bumblebee didn't come out this year, they'd be like, "No, we'll just wait till early January because people love watching remakes or mm. prequels or whatever." Instead of like betting on the fact that oh, this is actually a good story, like that's oh, you know, it's actually the story that people wanted to see. Instead, they're going to be like, "Yeah, we could just release our um, Terminator sequel in early January because people love sequels and they love remakes." It, yeah, I mean. You're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, we we're kind of in that era now, right? Where they think that that's perfect. Where, oh well, um, Transformers wasn't doing that well anymore as a franchise. All right. Well, let's go back and prequel it, right? And that will fix all of our problems. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess you're right. Hey, you know what? It <clears throat> it all depends in like two weeks' time when. The movie comes out and we see exactly like who watches it and how how well it keeps doing and how much money it makes and etc. And and you're right if if this is a big deal because because we know now that uh, when a movie is released and and how they place these movies it is very uh, strategic. So having a movie like this, right? <clears throat> well, you're right where it's it's a part of a. A trilogy now, <laughs> yeah, and it's a and it really is like a big blockbuster movie, but now you don't have to wait until you know January or July or you know uh, May. Like you can, oh, you can release it early in the year. Oh yeah, that's where all of our big block uh, rampage two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's gonna be. Oh yeah. yeah. And you you know what? You could even be on something because look at Jumanji last year. Mm-hmm. Jumanji was released last year and you know even though it didn't open amazingly, it just it was steadily it, it kept, like it kept going. Yeah. And we watched it early in January. We were like, well, what could we go see? And we we're like, uh yeah, I guess yeah. that. Yeah, that's, was true. that's true. And, we even, and I was just saying, we even saw Insidious and I think the West Westminster House or whatever Westchester House. Oh yeah, w- Winchester House. Winchester House. I think those movies came out early enough where there wasn't really anything to see, so we're like, "All right, I guess we're gonna go see that." Mm-hmm. So, who knows? This could be something, but I guess time will tell. Carrie Fisher's brother promises unused Leia footage for Episode Nine. So after. Carrie Fisher passed RIP. Um, there was a open question of like, how were we going to get her in this new Star Wars? Because this was supposed to be her swan song one, 
Like this, because we saw like Harrison Ford had his in Force Awakens, and then Mark Hamill had his in Last Jedi, which is a terrible movie. It's awful, god awful. Don't ever see it. It's terrible. <coughs> and then J.J. Abrams is coming back to fix what um, Ryan Johnson, mm-hmm. Ryan Johnson did. You know, he's undo. Turn, he's gonna turn Snoke into mm-hmm. Darth Plagueis, yeah. and um, and. Uh, Luke's actually not dead. No, not no, yet. No, he's uh, actually alive. Yeah. Him and Yoda are going to come back. Yes, they're coming back. And, um... Oh, um, Rey is going to be dead at the beginning of it because she she was a woman, so she yeah. didn't die. And um, her parents are actually, like, a big deal. Yeah. So... But anyways... <laughs> but yeah, so this was supposed to be Carrie Fisher's swan song type of thing, like, and Leia's going to... Obviously, Leia's probably going to pass away unless they, like, keep her alive, like, like in some weird, like, <laughs> we're going to go, we're going to go opposite of what happens in real life. Um, I kind of hope they do that just to piss everyone, because everyone would get, they oh, would get yeah. so mad, like, oh, <clears throat> I personally wish they would have just done the whole thing where they're like, no, that's the ship that, that Leia was on. <laughs> they don't no. even try and charge. I wish they would. I wish they would have done that. Or maybe recasting could have been done. That's been off the table. I know, okay. but I'm saying off the table. Like no CGI. <laughs> but they're gonna use CGI. No, I feel like no. they're going to. JJ D- Abrams already taking. He's gonna. He's gonna take advantage of the unused footage that he has that they've always had because they have all this unused footage. Here's a question, though. Do you think that that's gonna affect the movie? Yeah, it is because it's gonna change what whatever they had planned for it. Because here's here's the thing, right? It's like, yeah, okay, you have all this unused footage, but what if what if the best way to tell this story is to have Leia say like, "No, please go do this. Here, this is right." But they don't have that footage. They don't have that audio. They can't figure it out, right? Some way they can't figure it out. So. Then they're like, all right, well, let's just f- change this. And it's like, okay, so you're changing the story for the worse because you think that this idea is for the best. Well, why did she have to go and die? Here's the thing is what do hardcore fans think now? Because this is their I fan service, know. right? Exactly. Their fan service is having her in the in the movie and all this stuff, right? Using all this unused footage of her, right? You're not CGI her like young or whatever, right? Whatever. But if it makes the story more incoherent or it 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 does with oh Last Jedi where oh it just branched off in some random thing and doesn't make any sense to the whole story, right? What if it does something like that? You think that they really are going to hate it? Yeah. Because it is about Princess Leia. I kind of think they're going to hate it either way. Here's here's my guess, wager. I don't know what you want to say. <clears throat> when the movie comes out, right? Wait a few months. Maybe two, three months, right? Now, there is a... I, I'm guessing there's going to be a 80% chance... That the diehard fans are going to love it. But what they're going to love is a story that it's going to follow a certain path, right? Because like we said, you can't you can't do exactly what you want with this unused footage because you don't have everything there. They're going to take a story a, a certain way because that's the way they have to do it, right? And fans are going to love it, right? They're going to love it. It's the best. Like, this is the best way to end this trilogy and all this stuff, whatever. Now we just need to petition Disney to show them, like, see, look, and now we just got to get rid of the the Last Jedi, right? And we're going to sit here and we're going to say, why does it work now, but it didn't work for Last Jedi? And no one's going to answer it. No. Nobody. Now, we could be cynical, right? Everything could work out. They, the story's perfect. Everything's great. We know we're going to watch it. We're most likely going to like it. But I'm just going to put that forward now that that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, we, we've talked about this, like, extensively. But, like, it's just, like, it's so frustrating to hear, like, these people, which 
in most cases, like I'm gonna say, most of the time, it's these older guys who are on the internet. Who really, just, and 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 I know you're thinking like, oh yeah, whatever. From being two people who watch the shit all the fucking time, I could tell you that's exact. Like, there's guys, and like I said, I've seen it. There's guys who are way older than they should be making these videos on YouTube about the Last Jedi. Yeah, just put it out there. And it's like, I I just it's like, you, why can't you just watch a movie? Like, I don't understand it. Like, you're getting more of something that you love. Right? Like, wouldn't you just be like, okay, cool. Like, do you sit there and watch every installment of, like, the MCU and you're just progressively more and more like, oh, I hate this. Yeah. Oh, I hate it. Yes. Like, how come, like, you got to be more inclusive now? Exactly, Dom. You get it. This this obviously isn't going to be the last time we talk about this. Mm-mm. But as a transition and as a question that you said, why can't you, right? <clears throat> Because as two people who love Star Wars, we understand that not everyone has to like something like that, right? No. I get it. I get it. I mean, as someone who um, has said many times that I'm a fan of Transformers, I know how bad it is. But what I get from Transformers is what I like. The Was it The Last Night? The Last Night was like, it was, it, The Last Night was like, how can we make this more ridiculous, <laughs> more stupid, and still try to make money from it? Yeah. And they're almost there because it didn't make a lot of money. But it, it was like, how can we keep slapping these fans, right? And people like me are like, all right, now you're fucking pushing it. But then <laughs> but then you get Bumblebee, and I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm back in. Yeah. <laughs> As someone that's like that, right, I understand that that could happen. But... I've seen The Last Jedi a few times now. I've seen this new trilogy and all this stuff. And it's like, I don't know why everyone's so upset about it. Knowing that we've had this universe for so long now, don't you be more excited that you're just getting more and a new a new updated look and all this and, stuff? And what makes it even more frustrating is, like, there are the people who, God, now, fuck. Over, t- like, what, like, almost 20 years now ago, we're, we're like, I hate, I hate uh, Phantom Menace. I hate Attack of the Clones. I hate, well, Revenge of the Sith was fine, but it, like, wasn't that great. It kind of made up a little bit, but, like, it was fine. But, like, I go back and I watch them. Even on Blu-ray, the CGI is terrible. Like, yeah, I know back then it was, like, breath, like, oh, whoa, like, groundbreaking, right? But now you look at it and you're like, this is like not aged well, like at all. Like you, and you can even say like, like even the stuff they did in the like seventies, eighties, like looks better than this stuff because it it does, yeah. Because some of at least some of that held up where it's like even like even even saying that's a little stretching it because like some of that hasn't. But you know what I mean? Like you sit there and you're watching and you're like, like. Can't we get a remaster of these ones or something? But then you watch these ones and they look amazing. Like, Rogue One looks amazing. Yeah. That movie, like, I watched it again when I was trying, when I rewatched all of them. And, like, I'm sitting there watching it. I'm, like, blown away because I'm, like, the mix of practical and CGI is so well done. Like, this one did it really well. Like they made you, they made it look like the original. Like, it looks like it fits in so well. Like oh my god, I yeah, can't. But like, that's why I hate it. God, there's there's part like the when they get to what's the what's the the one the planet at the end, Scarif. Scarif. They get to Scarif, and the way that the lighting is in in the ships and like the like it just it just it's amazing. I oh my god, I could just sit here and talk about that all day. <laughs> Nerd. <clears throat> no, but how much. Do you hate yourself where you can't enjoy it? You just cannot sit there and enjoy what you're seeing. A live action, like, it makes you look like you can actually be in the Star Wars universe. I understand. You could say that, oh, I could just watch the original, blah, blah, blah. Then fucking watch the original and stop talking about these new ones. Stop talking about the the prequel trilogy. If that's really how you feel, just stay there. It's like, if you can't, 
love what they're doing now, then fine. Fuck it. Leave it alone. But it it boggles my mind that there are these quote-unquote Star Wars fans, people that love this so much, and they're getting these good stories, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't like it because, oh, that's... That's not my Star Wars. Yeah, it isn't your fucking Star it's Wars. It's not made for you. It's not. Anymore. Yeah, it was never made for you. Star Wars is bigger than you. It's bigger than it's bigger than uh, uh, Lucas because he doesn't fucking own it anymore. Yeah, like literally, you he and those people who say that he needs to come back are just they're fooling themselves because he did come back and he gave you movies and you all hated it so it's like when you say he needs to come back because he knows real star wars i literally am laughing because i'm like then you don't know star wars apparently because then you would know like hey he tried to do that and then you hated it and you said you wanted something different from those or to go back to the original trilogy then what did they do? They gave you something that was like the original. Oh no, I hate it. Yeah. Literally, you can't win. Yeah, you can't win. That's what. You know what? Let's put a. Let's put a cork in it. We'll save this because obviously, we're gonna talk about it when it comes out. But oh, yeah, yeah. it's it's fucking ridiculous. I it just it hurts my soul uh-huh. that people can enjoy Star Wars like they used to because. Oh well. There was there was no colored people in the original. Oh, women didn't have a big part in it. Oh, you can't do this or you can't. It's like you don't own Star Wars. You don't know shit. It's a fucking made up place. Mm-hmm. Like fuck off and just enjoy it. And if you can't enjoy it, then just fuck off in general. Yeah. My father was a lighthouse keeper. My mother was a queen. But life is a way of bringing people together. He could unite our worlds one day. Check it out. Arthur is talking to the fish. They made me what I am. Permission to come aboard. I've been looking for you. Your half-brother, King Orm, is about to declare war upon the surface world. The only way to stop this war is for you to take your rightful place as king. Trust me, I am no king. You do your best thinking when you're not thinking at all. That was the worst pep talk ever. I want to strap in. My brother has come from the surface to challenge me for the throne. I call it an ass whooping. I'm no leader. I came because I have no choice. Save my home and the people that I love. You think you're unworthy to lead because you're of two different worlds. But that is exactly why you are worthy. That was awesome. A war is coming to the surface, and I'm bringing the wrath of the seven seas with me. Redheads, you gotta love them. 2018's Aquaman continues where we left off with Justice League and dives deeper into the life of Arthur Curry, played by Jason Momoa, or as the world knows him, Aquaman. With direction from James Wan, we get a bit clearer backstory of where Arthur comes from and are thrown into what he has been doing for the past few years. When Mira, played by Amber Heard, comes to the surface to warn Arthur of an impending war, the two go on a journey across the oceans and countries to find the Trident of Atlan, 
so Arthur can claim King of Atlantis and restore peace throughout the Seven Kingdoms and the surface dwellers. But with his half-brother Orm and Black Manta standing in his way, Arthur must face obstacles and foes previously unbeknownst to himself. But when he finds his mother trapped inside the inner earth, Arthur finally accepts the role he was always meant to take and defeats his younger brother, uniting both worlds of sea and land into one. So we saw Aquaman today, right? And you know what? This is the type of movie that I feel like DC should have been going for for a little while. Something that, yeah, like like you said, it's it's not like it's not phenomenal, but it is an entertaining movie. It's no um, Winter Soldier, Mm-mm. but it's in the vein of an Infinity War. Yeah, it's big. It's it's it's. It's crowded, but in a good way. It, it, it's it's out there, but it's what you want. Yeah. It's okay if, like, the acting isn't the greatest and no. the story's kind of like, nah. like, wait, wait, but shouldn't you let Superman and Batman know? Because, like, you know, they're, like, smart and stuff and, like, you know, strong. And so, like, you should let them know what's going on, right? Oh, no? Oh, we're just going to... Okay, uh, all right. I guess you know what you're doing. I guess. Yeah, but like at the end of the day, it is an entertaining movie. Like, see, that's what I feel like they didn't get with like Batman vs Superman or Suicide Squad or Justice League. Is like they weren't like they were. There was entertainment, but it wasn't like entertaining throughout. Like it, I like. If you were to watch Man of Steel, you could see the the story they were going for. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's acceptable. It's totally fine. If you don't like it, sure. Oh, that's not my Superman. Yeah, well, now we have Trump as a president, so fucking suck it. But if you go from Man of Steel to, like, a Suicide Squad, it's like, uh, okay, that's weird. And then you do the Batman versus Superman, and it's like, I... I get what you're trying to do. And then you get Wonder Woman. It's like, all right. Yeah. I mean, it's the opposite. But yeah, definitely like a good movie. But then you do Justice League and you're like, well, what the fuck are we doing? Like, I don't know what we're doing. Yeah. Aquaman did what Justice League couldn't. Yeah. And you could say for a million different reasons why. I don't know why. I really don't know why. I don't know why they can fuck up so bad doing something like that. But you take Menestale, you take Wonder Woman, you take Aquaman. They are all different movies, oh. just straight up. Mm. Wonder Woman is the bridge, and you could say like, oh well, it was kind of like Aquaman, but it. But then there's parts of it where it's like, ah, eh, you could say more. It's closer than Menestale. But if you take those those stories, you could see it's like. Okay, now, you see these three movies? Okay, now, you know they're all part of the same universe, right? It'd be like, okay, well, let me see how this turns out. But then they show you Batman versus Superman. They show you uh, Justice League. They show you, to an extent, um, Suicide Squad. And then you're sitting there like, how the fuck do these movies connect? Yeah. Because they say they connect? Because, yeah, with... Uh, with Marvel, you could take a Winter Soldier, right? Mm. Then you could take um, a Thor Ragnarok. And you could say, these two, these two movies are a part of the same universe. And for a moment, you might be like, how? <laughs> one's in space and the other one's on... Yeah. What? But then you lay out all these movies and you're like, oh. Okay, so the characters are just a part of this universe. Mm-hmm. The the way the DCU makes it feel is that that it's not the characters are in the universe. It's that these movies are trying to converge with one another to make yeah. a universe, right? Yeah. Because the the man you get in Man of Steel, or the Superman you get in Man of Steel, isn't really the Superman you get in Justice League. Um, the Aquaman I, is technically the same Aquaman mm. from Justice League. I think but, it's because we saw him the one time. Yeah. 
Um, but even like Batman, <laughs> the Batman and Batman versus Superman is inconsistent was, with um, Justice League. Batman. Yeah. And it sucks because I was like, this is a Batman I want. And then they gave me Justice League, and I'm like, mm. what did you guys do? Yeah, you ch- you changed his character. Like, you literally changed his character for, like, not only the worst, but, like, to uh, like to, to compete with Marvel. And it's like, but you didn't need to do that. Like, you didn't need to, like, you don't need to compete with everyone. Like, you just need to be, like, if you guys were good enough for it, like, for this universe, your universe would have said it. Like, right? Like, we would have been like, can't wait for that film. Can't wait for this one. Like, it would have said, like, if way back in 2008, you would have told me, like, hey, in 10 years, Marvel's going to be the, the, like, the top of the, the, the big dog, right? I would have been like, I don't know if I can see that. With Spider-Man, right? Like, Spider-Man, because Spider-Man's good, right? Because yeah. this year Spider-Man comes out, and it looks pretty good. It looks pretty dark. Because that was the third Spider-Man. <laughs> and they're going to have Venom. So it's going to be a Spider-Man universe. And X-Men's pretty good. Like, did you see that last stand? That is pretty dark. Pretty dark. But, yeah, like... <laughs> I don't, I think I would have been like, well, no, because did you see Dark Knight? Dark Knight was so good. Like, they're going to build a whole universe around that. When you have what they're trying to... What they put together as a DCU now, we're looking at Aquaman as being like, Okay, finally they're they're starting to fill themselves, right? Wonder Woman was good. Um, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, they had good parts in all these other movies, but it just it felt like it never went together. Like it didn't feel like like I could see Iron Man and I mean if we're gonna go there, uh, Infinity War. I didn't like seeing Iron Man. And Doctor Strange together, it was like, this feels right. It just feels right. But when you go to Justice League, it's like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on Yeah, it's like, I mean, yeah, Wonder Woman already, like, appeared with them. But, like, she still kind of feels, like, out of place. Yeah, I saw someone said that Justice League ruined Wonder Woman. (laughs) Because the way they set up the movie was like, oh, it's amazing. And then... You get a Justice League, and it's like eh, it didn't. It did no justice for her. But what we get with Aquaman is exactly what you think you'd get. And I will say is that at least they stayed consistent. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, some of it's goofy and it's corny and it's but like, like why do they say that? Why do they do that? But it's and consistent with with like Aqua like Aquaman. Is like when you think of Aquaman prior to this, like you think of someone goofy. No one wants no one wants to read an Aquaman comic. Yeah, but this one, it's like he's cool. He's mixed. Um, he he's trying to take down the Aryan race and yeah. the sea, and like oh yeah, all these colors just starting to matter. Yeah, but like, but. Him being funny and silly, you get all the way through the movie. Even when he's serious and when shit's going down, he still he still feels like himself. Mm-hmm. And like you said, yes, you can easily pick out like, yeah, oh, why did they do that? What, uh, well, like, what does this like? What purpose does this have? Or how did they how did they get to Italy so fast? Yeah, how did they get out of the Sahara to Italy? Hmm, like. You could pick and choose and say, like, what's good and what's bad. And there is. there Of course, there's good and bad because it is a DCU film. But yeah. as a whole, what we saw for the two hours and 23 minutes that it was, it was good. Yeah. It's not great. No. But it is way fucking better than Justice League. Yeah. It is way better than Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yes. It is more entertaining than Man of Steel. It did exactly what it should have done. And, yeah, you can say that, oh, you know, the critics didn't like it or whatever, right? But <coughs> I think with movies like this, the critic score doesn't always have to matter because, yeah, I mean, you can have a, a Black Panther get, you know, like a 98 on, you know, Rotten Tomatoes and like, oh, you know, fans love it or whatever. Sure, fine. But that's Marvel. They've been doing it for 10 years. Let them do it, right? What you should be doing is is seeing what fans like. 
seeing what they want and saying, all right, let's give it to them. Because they're the ones who they're the ones who made Suicide Squad a viable movie. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that movie fucking sucks. Yes. It's not good. No. I've seen it a dozen times and it is not good. Like, yes, Harley Quinn is hot. We yeah. get it. But it is not good movie. Mm-mm. But these fans wanted to see these characters. They want to see this storyline. So they went to go see it. And they went to go see it. And they went to go see it. Mm. The most you could have done is made it more entertaining. Now, they didn't. But fast forward a couple years. And now we're at Aquaman. Aquaman was entertaining. Before we move on, can I ask, was you think it was it worth the wait for Aquaman? Like that amount of time that they'd been no. building. <laughs> well, no, at, like not at all. They should just. <clears throat> they. I honestly think if you cut out like the lines of like where Steppenwolf, you could have just been like, "This was set before Justice League." Yeah, and I would have bought it. Yeah, completely. And, and it would have been like, oh, I feel like it would have changed me a little bit more, and I would have been like, "Yeah, this makes more sense." And and I'll say this that whether it's good or bad, this throws in. A couple of conspiracy theories that I laughed in the movie. Oh, yeah. And even with those conspiracy theories, it wasn't the biggest part. Like, the inner earth thing. Or, like, the people coming from the sea to teach, like, the the land dwellers, like, knowledge, right? Those are funny. But even that, like, didn't take away from the movie where I'm like, oh, I, like, I'm, I, I keep talking about it. Blah, blah, blah. So, it's like, the movie was entertaining enough where that could happen. And I love that shit. I love all of that. But that's just a part of the movie. It's mm-hmm. a part of the story. And the story as a whole is entertaining. It shouldn't have took this long. Mm-mm. No. But maybe, maybe the fact that it did take that long actually got them to be like, all right, we missed that once too many. Let's just stay the course <laughs> and get what we get. Okay. So maybe in that sense, yeah. But... Like, did I feel like waiting for, like, waiting for Infinity War to come, like, knowing that it's going to come, but I have to wait, but knowing it's going to come, and I'm still waiting? No, not even fucking close. But I I liked what we watched, and I'm really hopeful that Shazam is just as good, if not better, and that we finally are in the right direction of... We can go watch these DC movies now, not have to worry about if they're going to be good. Yeah, they can just be like, good movies. Yeah, we could be like, oh, yeah, did you see that this one came out? It's like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, let's watch it this weekend. Instead Green of like, Lantern's coming out. We're going to go see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, instead of like, oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll wait a little <laughs> bit. Like, that's all I want to get from these movies. And it seems like maybe they're in the right direction. I don't know. We'll see, but it's definitely a movie that if you want to go and watch right now, yeah, go ahead. It's a good movie. Yeah, you wouldn't be let down at all. And you'll be entertained. feeling have you been sleeping any better oh rough then again i never slept well before this condition condition it's called pregnancy it's okay to say it out loud something's happened can you just please drive did you see something Describe seeing an entity that takes on the form of your worst fears. Oh my god. What are you looking at? What did you see? What is wrong with you? Please stop it! We can't stay here. Every contact we have had with the outside has brought us death. 
your kids. They deserve hope. Every single decision I have made has been for them. Going on the trip now, it's going to be rough. Hold on! If you hear something in the woods, you tell me. If you hear something in the water, you tell me. But under no circumstance are you allowed to take off your blindfold. Did you hear that? Bird Box is a 2018 Netflix original written by Eric Hesser and directed by Suzanne Beyer. The film follows Mallory, played by Sandra Bullock, a woman whose objective is to cross the river with her two unnamed children. But what makes it even harder is the fact that something surrounding them is making everyone want to kill themselves. So in order for them to make it safely, they'll have to go about it blindfolded. But this isn't something we first understand, and it cuts to the beginning before everything we first see. About five years before, when the wave of suicides hit, as her sister Jess takes her own life, just after visiting the hospital with Mallory, after a routine checkup on her pregnancy. While wandering the streets, she's helped by a woman into a home, but before she can make it, the woman also commits suicide. Not long after, a slew of people show up and stay inside the house. As soon they realize that seeing whatever everyone else is seeing is what's causing people to want to commit suicide. Weeks pass, and highs and lows happen within the household until a stranger comes to the door asking for help. Seeing that crazy people are known going around forcing others to look at what they are seeing. After he's outed as one of those people, he's causing the death of most everyone in the house, including Olympia, a woman who was as far along as Mallory, and who gave birth to a daughter just seconds after her. With only her, the two kids and Tom in the house, they make a little family, all the while trying to stay alive. Until Tom gets a message about a safe community not far away. But Mallory doesn't want to chance it. All of that changes shortly after, as they are attacked by a group of people who have looked at the entity. And only the kids and her are alive. After a long two days, they make it up the river. But not before whatever it is almost takes the kids. Once they reach the building, they see it's a home for the blind. Finally feeling at peace, she names the kids Tom and Olympia, and they are finally among a community once more. Bird Box is a movie that came out. It's a book. Well, it was a book, and then they adapted it into a movie that came out, and it was produced on Netflix, or for Netflix, whatever. It was put on Netflix. It's... The worst movie that Netflix has ever done? No. Oh. It's, what? No. Oh, well, that's not all the YouTubers are telling me. Well, YouTubers suck. They obviously don't know. They, they not just obviously, but they, like, they really don't know anything because they're the worst people to, like, they're literally there just so you can click on it and be like, I don't agree with you. Like, <laughs> see, so subscribe to my channel. Um, make sure you hit the notification so you know every time, um, you, you know, uh, that next Avengers movie that's coming out? Yeah, I already hate it. I already I already know I hate it. No, I like Bird Box. I thought it was really good. It's it's like what you said where like it doesn't give you a lot, but it's really about like the characters. It's not you're not supposed to be sitting there wondering like, but I want to know what the monsters look like. I mean, you could. I know, but then but. I feel like you're ruining the whole movie for yourself. Yeah. And when I say that, I don't mean that I don't care about what they are. That's far from the truth. I'd actually, yeah. it'd be awesome if there was some sort of prequel or sequel yeah. where it's all about that. Sure, fine, right? But 
in the context of this movie, it was good. Like, I think some people hated the fact that it kept going like back and forth and back and forth until it met up, which I was like, I like sure, that. I guess. Like, I, yeah. I don't care, you know, whatever. It made it seem more interesting, you know. I don't understand why people hate it. I mean, I try to see why they hate it, and it was more of like, well, see, because they did this, and people, like, movies don't, shouldn't do that. And it's like, no, you say that they shouldn't do it. Yeah. There's no rule against, let me pull off the rule of movie making. Yeah, I know, no. seriously. If you're taking the movie for what it is, it's fantastic. It's exactly how Annihilation was, mm-hmm. um, where it was, like, weird but intriguing yes and you keep going on and then you get to the end and you're like i think i'm good (laughs) (laughs) what the way it ended i think um sandra bullock is amazing in it Mm -hmm. right yeah it does make you feel like like wait what is that like what's happening there like wait so they they just left like what so how come and I'll say right now, one of the biggest things that people hate about it is they said, like, oh, it makes, um, like, mentally handicapped people the bad guys. But here's what I got from it. And I could be wrong, but it seems like in the movie, he just said it to say it. I thought it was a throwaway line. Like, I just thought he was like, yeah, and like these, uh, like the mentally handicapped hospital like oh they got they got loose and like all this stuff right i just thought that was like a throwaway yeah like i didn't ever i didn't even pay attention to it like i I don't know that was one of the things i didn't understand and maybe i missed it completely but it didn't seem like that's what they were going for but apparently that was the thing they were going for and everyone hated it for it so that is a reason why people don't like the movie just letting you know but the actual story was fine like it just begins (laughs) with them you know on the boat and you're like whatever and then you go to the beginning and then everything just happens and what i actually like about it as we talked about is that yeah certain things happen but nothing's really explained they don't explain why whatever the monsters entities whatever whatever blah 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 they don't explain what they are. It doesn't even really explain that they are anything, right? Like, it could yeah. be some sort of gas. It well, could be some whatever, right? And one, one, one video I watched where they were like, oh, no, it was this, this girl that I... Sometimes I watch her because, like, I just want to see what she has to say. But, like, a lot of her opinions sometimes I really don't agree with. Because she was taking for a fact of the movie what Lil Ray was saying about, like... Oh, the end times are coming, and you know, like these are demons and this and that. And it's like, but why are you like? She said, no, this is what they are. Like, no, because he said this in the movie. That's for sure what they have to be. They can't be aliens. They can't be yeah, like you said, a gas. It can't be like the government. It can't be. It can't be anything else. It's got to be what he said, demons. And it's like, no, you're 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 closing down like what your mind can imagine, though. Yeah. See, I take that as like. Whatever is happening just could mimic this. Yeah. And just like a lot of religion, what they do is when stuff like this happens, they say, see. And even though it's not exactly what it what's going on. Do you see? <laughs> do you see? It's close enough. Or maybe this is something that's happened a lot, right? Yeah. And, you know, because there's, you know, the theory that history isn't real. But, like, what if it happened a lot and we just don't know it, right? I mean, we've lost a ton of history since, you know, the beginning of man. Like, we don't know everything that's happened. Um, Or, yeah, it's just a coincidence because aliens came and... Or interdimensional... My whole thing was like, oh, they're interdimensional beings and we can't perceive what they are, so... Or, like, or what one thing that I thought, too, like, it reminds me very much of, like... um like Lovecraft, like H.P. Lovecraft. Like, it's these things that we perceive as, as gods, but they're not. They're just like, it, like yeah, interdimensional beings that just, our minds just are not good at processing what they are. Yeah, and that's why instead of seeing what they are, most people see, like, some sort of... Traumatic thing. Yeah, some sort of, like, image in their head where 
it it numbs them to what's going on and so that's why they kill themselves so easy right Mm -hmm. and the ones that can see are the ones that you're right they're seeing them as like gods like look at these these beings are oh they make you feel so great what if that's true what if that's what they want you to do they want you to feel happy they want you to feel you know great but the majority of people aren't seeing that they're seeing the opposite you know it that could be something too it's like you know we're not you know we're we don't want you to to feel sad we want you to feel happy why are you guys killing yourselves stop killing yourselves or it could be some sort of ancient gas that came up from the underwater ocean because that is real mm-hmm. and yeah i mean i don't know what it could be but <coughs> whatever it is it made for an interesting story and i don't know it the movie itself was great yeah and sure it's not to me it's not as great as annihilation but it's in that same vein right yeah or even like a. The void, right? The void also, it's, Ooh, it, they give you yeah, something there where it's like one. you're trying to figure it out, but even though they take you there at the end, you're like, so wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But from what it was, what I saw, what the movie was about, I liked it. I enjoyed yeah. it. But like as we talked about before, it's that age old thing of like, we're okay with not having everything explained. We don't want our hand, we don't need our hands held. We'll take whatever the movie gives us. But there are just some people out there who they're going to complain either way. Like, well, they didn't give me enough explanation for this. And then if they had explained it, if they had shown the alien or the mon- creature, the creatures, right? Cre- that's what they called them? The things. Yeah. If they had shown them, then they would have been like, well, why are they? Sh-? Like, they showed too much of them. Like, they don't make that's them scary. what I like, too, is that. When he like starts to put out all the the drawings, yeah, they they're look like so these crazy ass creatures, and but it's they like, all look different too. Yeah, That's so what it's I like liked. it's like is that what they see? Is that what they are? Are are these like the images? And you know what I mean? It's like yeah, did it cause them to to draw this? Like it's it's not what they look like, but it just causes them to draw this. Like as someone who's made movies and someone who and both of us who make movies and and we we know how movies are made we know all this stuff we know how to make a story like we've talked about this before too like we could give them this information we could give them all like an answer but like our answer is not necessarily going to be as good as what you can come up with like your mind and your experiences and your everything that you think of and like cuz the things in my head aren't necessary are not the things in your head. Like what I think of as like creepy and scary and like what would like freak me out aren't the necess- are not the same as what would freak you out. Like see, like there's nothing that like we can each come up with that would look the same and like not be like still terrifying to us. As avid moviegoers, as people who like the weird, the strange, the macabre when we see these movies pop up and they're done really well, it's exciting. And I guess it's more frustrating than anything when when we get happy for an Annihilation, we get happy for an Hereditary, we get happy for a Bird Box. And then people are like, no, this is done because of this and this. It's like, no, 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 what are you talking about? Like, that's why. Like, no, you're looking at it the wrong way. And it's just like, just, that's pretty much where we are right now. Mm -hmm. But without saying... It's on Netflix. Watch it. I'm pretty sure you've seen everyone talk about it. It's a great movie. Everyone's Um, memeing about it. Yeah. Don't be the loser who's like, I'm not going to watch it because everyone else watched it. Trust trust me. You don't want to be that person. Um, Good movie. Backed hard. Two thumbs up. Would watch again. Howard Stern's penis. (laughs) Bob Bowie, Bob Bowie. Okay, so let's talk about movies that we're anticipating for this this upcoming year. 2019, I feel like, is going to be a pretty exciting year. I mm-hmm. felt like last year was maybe, maybe the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is a continuing. But obviously, one movie that I'm specifically excited for is Godzilla, King of the Monsters. You know, I feel like the last couple of years, like the resurgence of Godzilla kind of 
came out. You know, there's a uh, Shin Godzilla. There's a Godzilla uh, anime on Netflix. There's uh, you know the re or the 2015 yeah. Godzilla, right? And yeah, it's been all all super cool, awesome. But then when they released like the extended trailer or like the first real trailer or I don't know, whatever. But the last trailer that came out, I was like, God damn it. I am so fucking stoked for this. Fuck yeah. Like I said before, just when when Godzilla starts picking up speed and and uh, Ghidorah starts picking up speed and they're just like right there and it cuts right when they oh right when they get to each other it's like oh so fucking ready and like i i mean i don't even i don't even know what to say just give it to me give it to me now and (laughs) give it to me again and again and again as everyone knows we are in this golden age for horror films and one film that i can't wait for is going to be it chapter two when they first announced that they were going to remake it, and I was kind of wary about it because I'm like, well, what are they going to cut out this time? And, I, and then they, te- then they tell us, oh, it's going to be updated and shifted and like, oh, it's going to be set in the 80s. I'm like, well, it's not what I wanted. I wanted it to be like the good old days back in the 50s where you could say the N-word without anyone looking at you. But like... And kids can have an orgy and it's... And, and it's, it's okay. And it's not wrong. It's a term of endearment. It's Okay. But no, yeah. But when we got this film, and I like being someone who is like a hardcore like Stephen King fan and an, just a fan of it, like seeing this updated version like got me like, whoa, this is great. I can't yeah, can't wait till I see this next part because they're gonna do it so good. And then just hearing the cast for it too, like with um, Bill Hader, like that's that's literally like all you have to say. And I'm like. I'm in it, but like James McAvoy is going to be in it. And, um, Oh God, what's Jessica Chastain. It's like, this is going to be so good. Like, I can't wait to see. And then the fact that they're going to start including more elements that like they didn't include. And like, that's something I've told you, like that makes me like happy because like those are the things, the elements of the book that like, I wish people knew about more, but like, this is just going to be so good. Um, yeah. Speaking of horror, we talked about this last time. Us from Jordan Peele. Ooh, yeah. Don't know what the fuck's going on. I have no idea what it's... I mean, I know what it's about, but I don't know what it's about. And I'm kind of happy that because of it. Because I've seen a trailer multiple times now. And in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's, it's, I think this is it. And then, and then this is it. Oh, yeah. But then I'm like, eh, it also is probably not any of that. Yeah, I, like Jordan Peele, I can't wait to see like anything else he does because Get Out was amazing. I mean, Key and Peele, I mean, we talked about like even further back since they were like on Mad TV and stuff, like them two together. But like even just, even like, I, like, and I hate to say this, but I think I might get that CBS All Access just to watch The Twilight Zone because Jordan Peele's doing it. Or I might try and watch it illegally. Um, we kind of talked on it a little bit, but. Star Wars Episode Nine. That's going to be probably one of my favorite films of the year. They, they always are. Like Last Jedi was amazing. Force Awakens amazing. Like I I love Star Wars. Like like Solo. Yeah, it wasn't as great as like some of the. But I still loved it. Like I still love seeing an expansion of this universe. I love this like expanded universe. Can't wait to see how they conclude it. And I like I. I want to know where they're going. I hope they don't just give us like a return of the Jedi redo because that would suck. But yeah, no, I can't. That's, that's one film that I I can't wait for. And obviously Captain Marvel Avengers four end of the phase for sure. This is gone. Now a new era of Marvel happening. It almost feels like unreal. Yeah, I know. Because you get, because, like, here's the thing, is they started building uh, towards Thanos for so long. Like, remember, it was like, oh, the Avengers, can't wait to get the Avengers. Then we got the Avengers, but then it was like, oh, but, you know, Thanos. No matter what happens in this movie, we know now (laughs) that Marvel's not only going to continue, but it's going to flourish with even more characters. 
it's not just going to be who's going to be the next Captain America. Like, oh, you know, is Ant-Man going to stay Ant-Man? Is he going to turn into, um, uh, was it Giant-Man? Or, you know, oh, like, you know, oh, you know, is Spider-Man going to have this suit? No, it's like the X-Men have to come. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic Four has to show up somewhere. Yeah. Know? Like, I just want that. I just want that one part in a movie where just some for some reason or whatever, it's just like a throwaway, like backwards or whatever. But I just want to see, just want to see a little bit. It's like, nope, that's that's Galactus. Galactus is right there. It feels like us watching all these movies, they paid off. Like it paid off watching the first Iron Man till today because it's not just about getting to Thanos. It's about Oh, remember in the first Iron Man movie, they like hinted at this, <laughs> but it's like, oh, now, now that's a reality. <laughs> or like, oh, remember like, oh, in this movie, they kind of like, oh, there was like, oh, look at that's in the background, but it's like, oh, now that's a reality. <laughs> and I, I, I said this last time where it's like, yeah, right now it may seem like, you know, the next Guardians could come and in the background they're like talking about like all this crazy stuff happening and you just see this little speck of like that's the outline of Galactus. That is Galactus. And that's right that maybe that moment it's throwaway. But then in the next two, three years it's like, holy shit, Galactus is on screen right in front of me <laughs> and he's not a giant cloud. Thank you, God. Thank you so goddamn much. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's what I think that's why Marvel can get away with so much. And and yeah, they throw three movies at you a year, but it's like because it feels so good when things start to pay off. Where this isn't just a, a name on a screen in the background of this one scene. No, now that person is real. He's a real character, and he's doing all this stuff, and he's funny, and you like him, and and everything's good, right? Yeah. M- maybe that's just the way I see it, but like, I think that adds to why we care so much about these movies, right? Mm-hmm. Like, thank you, Marvel overlords, for for giving us so much. You, you mean Disney? That's who their overlord is. Yeah, but I mean like. It's like the Empire, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. It's the Empire, but who are we afraid of? Darth Vader. That's true. That's true. Yeah, because Disney's the Emperor, but Marvel is Darth Vader. Yeah. <laughs> Ready to slice us down at any moment. Yeah. Like the start of every new year, you, you look towards the future, seeing the past having been like, oh, uh, yeah, maybe things didn't work out the way you wanted, or yeah, maybe some things did go the way you wanted, or like, oh, that movie wasn't as good, or this wasn't as great, or whatever, right? And you look towards the new year, it's shiny, it's like sitting there and you're like, can't wait for, I can't wait for these movies, I can't wait for this, I can't wait for that. These TV shows are probably going to be good when they come back, and this and that but like it's always that anticipation of looking at what is coming and you're like yeah like i can sit here and say can't wait for those but like when it actually gets here it's like that's that's when we'll decide whether or not it was worth the wait or not i guess i'll even do the opposite and say i really can't wait for i can't wait for the annihilations i can't wait for the sorry to bother you mm-hmm. where we didn't know much of what's going to you know, come out of these movies. And we went into these movies just like, yeah, okay. And next thing you know, it's like, yeah, they're like a favorite movie of the year. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and they're the, they're the quote-unquote favorite movie of the year compared to or next to the Black Panthers and the Infinity Wars and stuff like that. So I think that's kind of where, I mean, I'm looking forward to but in the way of like i'm not actually looking forward to it because i actually don't know it exists yeah but I'm, I'm waiting for those things to come yeah you're waiting for something to blow you away like those did yeah so with that guys we'll say see you later thank you guys for listening we appreciate it 2019 new year new us maybe maybe <clears throat> um Thank you guys so much for for sticking around. Thank you guys. You know, waiting a whole year to listen to us. You know, it was a year ago since our last podcast. Man, yeah, I know, a long time ago. 
But we thank you. And if you guys are interested and you want to listen to all of our super old episodes from like last year. What? Yeah, I know. You could check out um you could check out our, our whip our Pippo website. Um we'll have links on our Instagram, our Twitter. And what are the handles for those? That is INTB underscore podcast. And if you want to email us directly, then you could email us at intbpodcast at gmail. And you know, you you could tell us like what you're looking forward to in 2019. What did you miss in 2018? Do you hate us? Do you love us? You can tell us whatever you want. Because we're not like some kind of nerds who are like, well, I only want to hear this and this. Yeah. We're not going to block you. <laughs> Um, we're not going to cock block you either. <laughs> maybe. Uh, no, seriously. Thank you guys. And as always, yes. remember, it's not that bad. Yeah.